to Constructed Futures. I'm Hugh Seaton. Today, I'm here with Parker Munt, Operating Director of Suffolk Technologies. Parker, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Hugh. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So today, we're going to talk about Boost, this amazing program you're running in year three. But before we do that, I want to make sure everybody knows who's running it, who's Suffolk Technologies. You want to talk about that for a minute? Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. And first of all, a huge fan of the podcast. I've really enjoyed listening to it. So thank you for all your work. And yeah, let me tell you about Suffolk Technologies. So Suffolk Technologies started in 2019. We started to get a little bit more involved in the venture capital side of the business. We are an adjacent company to Suffolk Construction, meaning same ownership, separate companies. So we are actually a separate venture capital company, and we invest in early stage construction tech startups that we think are going to change the way that we build and live in our buildings. So really you know, an exciting time to be a part of this team. Obviously, we're all seeing a lot of changes in the built world and the way that we're constructing buildings, the way that we're expecting buildings to operate, the data we're expecting buildings to be able to distill for us. And so we can make more educated decisions on the way that we use and interact with physical spaces. So the program with Suffolk Technology started in 2019. And we're now a team of five full-time that work in the technologies group. And we invest in the early stage construction tech companies and really you know, work alongside them to help them be the most prominent construction tech company they could possibly be and, and help them achieve their goals and their visions as founding teams. You guys are famous actually for folks like me who really obsess over some of this for providing data that is pretty well put together in an industry that's still figuring out some of its data operations. A number of startups that you've helped one way or the other, some of whom I believe have gone through Boost, but others were earlier than that. But I think one of the areas I can personally say I know a number of founders wouldn't be where they are if it weren't for the partnership that, that you gave on the data side. And then there's, there's other areas that I'm less familiar with that, that I think are equally important in terms of trial and piloting and all that. But the data thing is actually quite special, I think, because not every contractor is in a position to even do that if they wanted to. Yeah, and we appreciate that, and and thank you for the for the shout out and the lead in comment there. But uh, really, our data journey started about five or six years ago, and truthfully, we started very basic data repositories, and and over time, those have grown to be quite robust, structured data sets where we can actually drive decision making at the executive level here at Suffolk, and that impacts all of our businesses. Obviously, in particular, it impacts our construction business to help us make the most well educated predictions and and the most well educated decisions around things like cost and schedule for our projects that are going in the ground. But in that same light, we have leveraged that data set quite a bit on the Suffolk technology side of the house. And a lot of our early stage founders have found our data repository to be extremely beneficial. And, you know, that is one of the ways that we do, you know, like to work with founders and, and we like to roll up our sleeves alongside these early stage founders, really to help them transform their idea, but also sometimes even a little bit earlier to help them understand the problem they're trying to solve and maybe just how massive is that problem and do they have real numbers from a national general contractor like Suffolk that can help them really understand and drive to to their solution that they're that they've sought after so for us you know we continue to find more and more ways to leverage the data that we're harnessing at Suffolk construction and our Suffolk technologies team is definitely using that to our advantage and you know to your to your earlier point you know boost is a great example of that 
And we are in our third year of, of Boost. So Boost is in you know short terms is a six week mini accelerator program. It is highly intense. It's highly selective. We'll receive you know 100 plus applications every single year during the summer. All companies applying are, are typically early stage construction tech companies. We receive applications from overseas. So last year we had a group from Tel Aviv in the finalist cohort. So for cohort two, we had Wint Water Intelligence. Um, we also had a company with a founder based out of Australia. So I think our reach is, is broadening. And really for us, the impetus behind the Boost program was we kept on seeing these extremely smart, talented entrepreneurs coming into the construction tech space. And while they were fantastic entrepreneurs and really smart technologically, a lot of them were you know, maybe lacking or hadn't had a lot of opportunity to spend time on our job sites. And so... The, the driving factor behind creating Boost was, could we design and run an annual program whereby we combine our institutional knowledge here at Suffolk that's locked in with, you know, 40 plus years of building fantastic buildings across the country? And can we bring that to light and help our founders really drive to find, you know, product market fit or to understand what the right pr- pricing model is or to understand who they should be selling to or how they should be selling to those folks. And, and that was really the driving force behind Boost in, in 2020. The program first launched and was phenomenally successful, receiving over 85 applications in year one. And for us, it was an opportunity to really sit back and say, you know, we are a convoluted and complex industry. And anyone that's done any studies or work within the construction ecosystem at least understands that aspect, that there's a lot of stakeholders and a lot of different players around the table at any given point in time. And even understanding who's incentivized to behave in a certain way, even that is a human's effort. So we said, let's create a program whereby we surround these young, aspiring, hungry entrepreneurs with all of the institutional knowledge they could ever want from a general contractor. And then in year two, we decided, let's evolve that and let's include more members of the industry around us. And so we started to say, let's find some other stakeholders who are involved in the construction ecosystem in some way, shape, or form. And that's all the way from architect through to engineer, through to the insurance carriers, to tool manufacturers, to large equipment manufacturers, all the way down to the physical asset owner and the and the asset manager. And so that, that program evolved in year two to create an ecosystem where more of those folks are readily available for these founders. And the program has taken off since then. So we are in year three, right? Applications are open. And most of our founders that come to us, we ask them to, to bring us their biggest business problem. And we mean that sincerely. We, we wanted to market the program as a business solving problem program. As you can imagine, that's a little bit of a mouthful. And so we opted just for a mini accelerator program, which I think rolls off the tongue a little bit easier. Yeah. And these companies come into us and they bring us their largest business problem and say, what data and what expertise and institutional knowledge can Suffolk and the other members of the ecosystem who have opted to be a, a program partner in Boost, what can they bring to the table to help me solve this, this business program and be the most successful entrepreneur and construction tech company I can be? This is great. You know, you think about what accelerators were originally invented for, at least my understanding of it was you would have typically on the West Coast, really young engineers who didn't know how to do much other than engineering. So they were taught how to run the business end to end. And what you guys have done is say, you know, there's a lot of people now that know how to do a spreadsheet. What they don't know is the depth and the complexity of really doing things in the built environment, whether it's the, the risk 
that things create or don't create, or it's the real process or the complexity of the process. You know, it's interesting. I often have a conversation with folks about data and specifically, do you need a data scientist who really knows data, but and you can teach them construction? Or do you want someone who really knows construction and you can teach them data? And where most people net out, both in construction and outside of construction, is you want a specialist who understands construction up to a certain point, after which you need some specialist anyway. You know what I mean? Like someone who really knows deep graph technology exactly. or whatever. But most of what you need is the, the complexity and the intuition of understanding construction. And the rest of it you can learn. And I think there's an analogy here where you're saying, whoever you are, Mr. Entrepreneur, you're coming from somewhere where you do understand this industry. But no one knows it all, and no one really understands the implications of, of adding a, a bit of technology or changing a process. And you're giving people a, a concentrated ability to work out some of the kinks in a way that they're probably getting more generous and thoughtful feedback than they might get from a normal pilot, which I think is amazing. Yeah, that is the hope and goal. And I think, you know, to, to try to sit here and put a one size fits all onto every company that's come through Boost. Now 11 alumni have graduated from the program. And actually that, that combined 11 companies have gone on to raise over $200 million in venture capital money since graduating the program. So they've been phenomenally successful and, and we're super proud of that, of that cohort. But I think, you know, trying to put a one size fits all onto all these companies that come through the program or apply to the program is very difficult because, you know, different companies have different needs at certain points in their life cycle. And, and you know, that, that changes and varies by the year of the program. It changes and varies by the geography of the company. It changes and varies, you know, by the product that they're actually building. So for us, we'll say from uh, just raising basic awareness about your company, helping you take on other venture capital dollars, introducing you to the right investors who may someday write and lead your next, uh, write you a term sheet and lead your next financing round. We had that happen last year with one of our companies during the program. Help you really find product market fit. What does that mean? Does that mean piloting or trialing your solution or, or software or robot on one of our job sites? Does it mean running a simulation through our data sets? Maybe even discovering new revenue streams. Some of these companies might have the proverbial horse blinders on and be really focused on one aspect of their business. And when they're introduced to the broader ecosystem around the construction industry, they start to recognize there are other areas where their software or their solution could be leveraged and it could actually create opportunity for more revenue to come into these companies. And so we love looking for new types of product lines and to help companies understand really what they could achieve on a broader level. Sales strategy, customer relationships, you know, we bring a network of over 15,000 subcontractors that we work with year in and year out, some of whom are partners in the program now and are really forward thinking and paying attention to what new technologies are coming down the line. And, you know, any way they can look to leverage some early tech and, you know, gain that competitive edge over the tight competition, um, they're willing to do so. And we're starting to see that pop up more and more. And folks are coming to us, asking us to help them and, and provide a couple of solutions that we've seen in the marketplace that would be uh, a viable option for them to look to implement. And we want to be on the forefront of that. So we had a company last year that came through and asked us to to help them, you know, revamp their pricing model. And so that's what we spent six weeks doing. And they were surrounded by a team of five or six folks at Suffolk and some external parties as well, who had a lot of, of expertise in piloting different tech solutions on job sites. And they knew the sweet spot and how to charge job sites certain dollar values and how to show the ROI. And that price model was actually implemented just last year. And so we're really proud to say that, you know, that company off and running again to the races and, and they're doing extremely well and have a lot of traction with that new pricing model. So 
I think it's nice for us to say that we've maybe redefined or, or created a new category in venture capital where we have multiple ways to interact with these companies. It's not always a linear, you know, black and white, yes, we invested, no, we did not. At Suffolk Technologies, we have the ability to maybe pass on initial investment because it's not right for a multitude of reasons. But we'd love to pilot you on a job site. We'd love to have you in the boost program in the fall if you want to apply and get selected. And so we have a, a variety of ways that we can engage in these companies. As such, you know, we've seen that to be super successful and it's and it's nice for us to foster these, these longstanding relationships with these construction tech companies who we believe are gaining a tremendous amount of value in being in our ecosystem. And actually, the last word you used, ecosystem, I think is another area that's really interesting for a company looking at engaging. And that is, you know, it's not weird for an investor to see 300 to 1,000. I think 1,000 is a big number in contact, but anyway, <laughs> dozens and hundreds of different ways of trying to help the industry. And most of it comes from somebody recognizing a need and saying, I wish this were better and so on. But one of the interesting things that, again, an investor can often do, and again, the, the value of, of focus here is that you can come to a company and say, I've seen that three other times and we've seen some outcomes and you maybe want to think about it differently. You don't have to be giving away anything proprietary to be saying that, that, you know, everybody knows this company's doing this and, and we know because we've talked to all of them and they've pitched us and they've told us some of how they view the world. That starts to build a sophistication about what, what's been tried. You don't always know what works because complexity shows up a lot of different ways, but at least you can say, yeah, we've seen that and here's what we think about it which I think is huge. Because if you go to a Techstars, which is really great, and they, they do a lot of great things right, they're, they're unlikely to be quite so focused and sophisticated about the reality of construction. The point is that I think there's something really great about what you're doing with Boost, where all of that sophistication and experience and just thinking can come to help people explore other options, explore other ways of solving the problems they bring to you. Yeah, and I think it's a touch on your point of focus there. You know, with this being our third year that we're running the program, we've found that this kind of six-week timeline to really be the sweet spot whereby we can provide to these founders some external programming. So we do some programming with with MIT and their Center for Real Estate, and now this year with MIT Design X. We host a venture capital panel with some friendly venture capitalists that have been investing in construction tech for a long time. We put all these founders in front of our, our Innovation Champions Network, which is internal to Suffolk, where they get to pitch their idea to a lot of superintendents and project managers who might end up being a customer of theirs, but for, for that point in time in that programming session for 90 minutes, they are the biggest critic of that construction technology, which is super important. And we found that in that six-week period of time, we really have a high level of engagement from our operational folks at Suffolk, which I think is extremely important and is honestly the lifeblood of this program. Because you know we've, we've seen and heard you know over and over again when certain tech pilots might fail or might sputter out onto a job site or you lose your opportunity to sell to a project because it might drag on for a little bit too long. And with the Boost program, we've found that that six-week period of time is just enough where you have a start date and an end date with very rigorous programming throughout the session. And, and there's no ambiguity in the commitment that we're asking for from our operational folks. So we've actually found that they are able to dedicate some real man hours and some of their time toward the program. And, and as a result, the tech founders really get to foster nice relationships with folks who could end up being the end user of their solution or end up being one of their biggest advocates or connect them to the unions or connect them to trade partners that will be some of their customers. So for us, we found that 
we have the capability to draw upon our institutional knowledge here at Suffolk in that finite period of time. And we really run the program as a sprint. And in coming from my past life as a superintendent and a project manager, I will say that we do run a very high energy and fast paced program, but there is absolutely measured outcome from every single one of our companies. So we set goals. We have milestones every single week. We have at least a 90 minute touch point every single week. And then we have dedicated working time because we, we know our founders are extremely busy, you know, running their day jobs and keeping their company moving in the right direction. A few examples of that I'd love to touch on just to give kind of a, an idea of, of who has come through the program in the past. Yeah, let's do that. In the first year we ran Boost, we had a company called Canvas Robotics come through, which you, I'm assuming you're familiar with. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so, so Canvas is a, is a robotics company based out of the Bay Area in San Francisco, and they are a drywall finishing company. And what they want to do is they actually wanted to come into the program, a little bit of like their coming out party of the construction tech world. I think they saw the, the ecosystem and our trade partner network that they could leverage and figured, you know, we'd be a great partner for them. So they came into the program and really what they wanted to accomplish by the end of it is they wanted to actually run simulations using their robot through our data sets. So what that really means is they want to say, hey, if our robot is able to complete these tasks in this amount of time, what is it? what kind of impact does it have to your overall schedule? What kind of impact does that have to the overall cost of the project? Is there savings there? How do we calculate and show our ROI to potential investors or ultimately potential customers of Canvas Robotics? And so they spent a lot of time with both our ops team, but also they were leveraging our team of data scientists at Suffolk to make sure that they had a very clear understanding of the time savings and the cost savings associated with with utilizing their robot, both at their present day capacity and then projecting out to the future when they were hoping that their robot would be able to work a little bit faster you know, what does that do to the bottom line? So we we worked together to give them a very clear outcome and very clear bottom line and two really, really concrete selling points, both based around schedule and cost, which, you know, are two of the, the main, the kingpins around the construction world. So that was with Canvas Robotics. And then just last year, we had a really interesting company come through called Moxion Power. And what Moxion Power is set out to do is actually take electric vehicle batteries or, or something similar to that and recreate generators that are run purely off electricity for our job sites. So gone would be the days of constantly running, constantly burning at 100% capacity, diesel generators, loud, noisy, not good for the environment. And in would come the quiet, slick, obviously a lot more energy efficient, Moxion power, electric powered generator. And the the whole goal for them with the program was to say, how do they, what were the specs they really needed to hit in order for Moxion Power to be able to, to power up one of our job sites? So we ended up actually having to shut down one of our job sites and actually shut off power to one of the most prominent academic institutions in the Boston area. And we hooked up a, a monitoring device that showed the exact power output from both our tower crane and our hoist on the job site. And so Moxion Power was able to register, understand the power requirements to run a tower crane and a hoist. And then they were able to spec that out for as they were developing their first tranche of electric generators. So those are the types of goals that we hope we can help companies overcome where a company like Moxion Power could have potentially spun their tires or maybe not found the right partner that was able to help them accomplish and give them the data sets that they needed to design their first tranche of generators in just six weeks. And we were able to do that, I think, because one, we had a very clear set goal for for Moxion. And two, we had the boost program that is structured in helping these companies hit and accomplish their goals. So those are two examples that came through recently that we are extremely proud of. 
Yeah, I love that last one where you're helping somebody design exactly what is going to be needed, or at least give them a, a really good benchmark for what's going to be needed to make it work in, in a pilot or on a job, like the quantity of what they provide that will be necessary. Because I think that's the sort of thing that's really hard to know if you don't do what you guys did, which is bend over backwards a little bit, really, and, and you know, kind of make an experiment that is not easy to do, but, you know. They benefited hugely from you doing it. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about what you guys look for, and then we'll end with how people can get involved. Yeah. So I think for us, you know, first and foremost, we look for construction tech founders or very early stage construction tech companies that have big, bold visions to transform the way that we build and interact with buildings. That's all we really need from you to apply to the program. That's what we look for in every company that we look to either partner with or invest in. And in Boost in particular, something that makes it a little bit more of an interesting program is we actually, one of the most heavily weighted questions on our application is what do you hope to accomplish in the six week period of time with Boost? And for us, that's very important because we want to have this program be super driven. We want to have it be goal oriented. We do not want to waste anyone's time. That's both on the construction tech founders time and also on our operational folks time at Suffolk. So for us, it's really important to find that sweet spot where we have companies who are really hungry to accomplish a certain goal and would really benefit from leveraging institutional knowledge that's locked in within Suffolk and our ecosystem. So we like to be kind of in the hub and spoke model. We like to be the hub where we say, bring us your problems and then let us let us leverage certain spokes around the wheel that we can really rely on to help you overcome a particular business problem. So as long as folks are, are, are hungry and ready to dedicate a little bit of their time, and again, we run the program just six weeks and we try to be very founder friendly in that we run the program virtually except for our demo day which is at the end of the program but really we want these founders to feel comfortable working with our teams and and ultimately the goal there is to say hey come and increase or boost pun intended your yeah. FTE count by five or six folks who really know the industry. So it's really a, a doors wide open. Come bring us your business problem and let's put some resources around the table that can help you solve it. And yeah we're super excited about year three. That's amazing. And I want to call out a point that you made earlier that for the Boost program, you guys don't take equity, correct? We do not take force equity terms under a company. We do ask for a small equity stake as a safe note. So we convert that their next price fundraising round, but we're not setting equity terms. Oh, I love that. So you're, you're still, you, there's an incentive. You're aligned with the success of the company, exactly. but you're not saying, give me 7% nope. or, or there's the door. Yeah, um, that's that's, that's just a really evolved way to to think about it. Yeah, I think we I think we found that after year one, after year one we found that that was probably the the best way to to run the program. We we really wanted to avoid any negative selection. Yeah. We want to make sure that we're you know able to see and, and help as many companies as we possibly can in the construction tech world. And so we figured you know a a safe note that's that's ultimately just in the in the you know five digit number that converts to their next price fundraising round makes the most sense. It gets again it aligns our incentives with the company and so we're invested in the success of that company. And we found that to be a sweet spot. So I think we're going to continue that for the foreseeable future. Yeah, I really like that. And and that's this is obviously where the experience and sophistication as investors shows up in something like this, where you're thinking about the terms a little bit more, a little more clearly than just saying 7% of the highway, which I really like. So what do they do? So let's say somebody wants to do this. They think it's the right next thing for them. The timing is right and all that. How does somebody act? 
Yeah, so we will be pretty active over social media. So that's if you haven't seen our, our LinkedIn posts by now, I assume that you you will over the next few weeks. But either follow us at Suffolk Technologies on LinkedIn, uh, or you can visit our website at SuffolkTech.com. And then you can navigate to Boost, which is located in the top right corner of the page. And uh, applications are open now through mid-August. So they're rolling in as we speak. I would encourage everyone to apply. And I think, you know, again, something that's a little bit different than most other programs is we have a team of of 12 that will help us score a lot of these companies. They are all prominent names within the construction tech ecosystem. You'll see us post a lot about them. They're listed as mentors on their LinkedIn and what's really unique about the program is that we will give feedback to, to almost every company that applies to the Boost program. And so even if you're not selected to come work with us for six weeks, we still will give you some sort of feedback of what we liked, what we didn't like about your pitch, what we thought our biggest concerns were about the company, where we think you might need to spend some more time. So I would say, yes, our our acceptance rate is is relatively low, you know, at about five or six percent. But I do think that there is there is value add in just applying anyways. And, and again, right, the hope and goal is to give you back some feedback and to help you along the way. And if it's not boost, you know, maybe it's a pilot on one of our job sites. Maybe it's a full blown Suffolk Technologies investment. You know, maybe one of our other mentors is very interested in what you're up to. So don't be discouraged by the low acceptance rate. You know, we would love to hear from everyone that's that's doing something innovative in the construction tech space. You got to play to win. Got to play to win. Yeah. Hey, Parker, this has been great. I'm really excited about what you guys have done. It's really great to see how the the over the course of you know, three different years of it, you've, you've really honed the approach and, and you can just see it. So thanks for being on the podcast. Awesome, Hugh. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. 